for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quart, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Heather Nicole from Whiskey Fix. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Doing really well. I'm just waiting for this rain to come through Central Texas, and it's just not happening right now. They keep saying every day, it's like, oh, expect rain, expect rain. And it's just like, we're in a drought. We need this rain. Stop teasing us. Yeah, it's definitely that time of year. Today was actually nice, but we're going to be, uh, we got rain coming in the next couple of days. So yeah, I feel you. And you're, uh, you're currently based out of Michigan. You guys are born, raised in Michigan. He, uh, he's born and raised in Michigan. I was born in Indiana, but my okay. family moved here when I was eight. So I guess you can kind of say I was, you know, I was raised here. Yeah, that's fair. I'm actually uh, born and raised in South Chicago, right on the, uh, Indiana border. So. Oh, um, cool. And I used to go up to uh Barry, Barron Springs in Michigan all mm-hmm. the time as a kid so I'm familiar with that part of Michigan so nice um but I'm really excited to have you guys on the podcast I'm really uh glad we were able to reschedule this because I know we were supposed to have you on two weeks ago something like that so yeah something like that um and of course I've been going through some things and I've had to reschedule a lot of these but luckily we've had a, a fleck or we've been able to reschedule most of them so I'm glad we've been we're able to make that work and I'm really excited to chat with you guys. Um before we kind of jump into everything, we're going to have you play a song here a little bit later. Um but before and we're going to talk about your new single that just came out last week. Yes. Actually, no, our single our, our newest single just came out at the end of February. End of February. Okay. I was that's the weird thing about Spotify is it just doesn't really say when it drops and it's just yeah. like whatever uh but we're gonna talk about your new single and then uh, all that stuff before before we get there uh what's kind of your background in music what got you into it you know it, performing's just been a part of my life since i can remember and i know the first time i actually sang publicly was when i was five and you know from then on it was just kind of like any opportunity to perform no matter what kind of performance it was that was i mean if you knocked on our door, you got a cheer when you when you came in, you know, at five years old. So yeah. it's just just in my nature. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, as you were growing up and starting to explore your musical talents, uh, who were some of the influences you were uh, listening to? You know, when I was real little, it was uh, like just Shania Twain and um, let's see. I mean, I'm an Eagles fan, Don Henley, all that kind of stuff. I mean, just kind of for my parents. And uh, then when I got a little bit older, it was more of the Carrie Underwood kind of thing, Miranda Lambert, um, you know, but I mean, you, that you never stop. You know, I yeah. still have all that today, you know? Yeah. And who is the uh, main catalyst introducing you to a lot of these artists? Um, when I was younger, it was my parents mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were both really into music, totally different, opposite kind of genres that they liked. My mm-hmm. mom was like the Bee Gees and the Beatles, and then my dad was like the ACDC, the police, yeah. that kind of, you know, so I had kind of everything from all different um, perspectives. And then, uh, 
you know, my stepdad, um, when my parents got divorced, he was really into music. He wrote a lot of songs. And so then I kind of got his background. So kind of everything just blended together for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think uh, everybody's parents kind of is the catalyst behind their musical taste because in a very similar situation to you my mom was into the monkeys the beatles the you know just like all that sort of music and then my dad was actually really into jazz music so i mm-hmm. kind of got like this nice little mix of oh hey and then of course my buddy's dad introduced me to hard rock and all that fun stuff so you know just kind of drawing influences when you're a young young kid from anywhere you can uh, so what, what's kind of the history of whiskey fix? Is it primarily you or like, what's kind of the history of whiskey fix? So, um, back in 2018 was when this whole thing started and I was essentially, I was a back backup singer for a different country band and just needed something new. Wasn't really sure what that was going to look like, what that was going to be. And, um, didn't really have any vision at first. And then, Um, Aaron over here decided that he wanted to jump on my team and figure something out. And so we kind of came up with um, just a vision and a goal for what we wanted musically and what we wanted everything to look like. And when we put that out to players, it just kind of happened and people gravitated towards it. And we kind of started off really heavy and things were going really well. And, you know, back last year, a little before this time, you know, kind of a big halt on things. And um, now it's just kind of, you know, we just get players that are available and that are ready and you know for when we we have shows the last two months we've been playing pretty much every weekend so okay and is that usually what your uh play or t- uh, show schedule is like every weekend when there yes. isn't a global pandemic going on yeah yes usually every friday and saturday is what we um typically do and then um sometimes here and there i mean last two weeks ago last week we did a wednesday night show so mm-hmm. Cool. anything we don't say no we just want to play <laughs> yeah. especially now after not being able to play for a good year you know it's oh, yeah. just like take any show you can get at this point you know uh and are you primarily playing around michigan or do you tour out more into like indiana and stuff like that we have in the past but right now things are pretty local for us mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Um, And like we said earlier, uh, you just released a new single back in February, Broken. Uh, What's kind of the story behind that single? We actually, we were talking about it today because we we wrote it literally a year ago. It was last April, the middle April, Mm -hmm. um, is when we kind of demoed the whole thing and started the recording process for it. And um, it really just kind of, it was, there was one phrase that kind of hit me and it was that broken glass shines in the moonlight when it sparkles when that light hits it just right and i was like you know something can be shattered and broken and seem completely you know done and um you see something beautiful in that still and it kind of just resonated with certain things that were going on in my life at the time and um i wanted to write a song about that cool and so it dropped in february is it is Broken building towards a, an EP or an LP, or is it just kind of a standalone single right now? Um, everything we've put out so far is just standalone singles. I'm not really working on so much of an album or an EP. It's more just we'd like to put as much out there when it's ready as possible mm-hmm. um, to just kind of keep our name out there and, and keep giving people music. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 
it's one of those things where it's like especially now when shows haven't really been happening singles seems to kind of make the most sense to get your so you can like continuously get your name out there and Mm -hmm. release them a little bit not like every three years or whatever like you would with an album in a a traditional sense if you if you know what i'm saying um but so broken's been out for a lit or almost two months wow can't believe it's been almost two months since February. Wow, this year's already going by pretty quickly. Uh, what's kind of been the reception uh, of Broken? What's been the response, I guess, is the better way to word it. We've had a lot of really good feedback. Um, pretty much most of most of what everyone says is that really resonates with them. And that's that's the biggest compliment. That's that's all I want to hear, really, is that, you know, it resonates with people and, and you can feel it and you, you know, you recognize those feelings that are coming out in the song and you know we've done a handful of these podcasts and that's been really helpful to promote it and uh yeah it's been great awesome have you um considered doing like a music video for it or is that not really something that's crossed your mind yet no i'm looking at doing a music video for an, another song that is coming up um that we're working on right now uh, but i don't think i'll do one for this um particular song gotcha gotcha so for Broken, since you said you kind of started working on it right as the pandemic kicked off, which seems like the perfect time to start working on music, <laughs> um, what was that uh, recording process kind of like? Uh, did you record it yourself or did you go into like a proper studio? What was that process kind of like for you? Very, very different than anything we've done in the past. Um, so I actually co-wrote this song with Greg Stryker. Um, he's a local uh, artist and songwriter in the area. And he came over, this was a little bit, bef- it was right before everything kind of kicked mm. in. Yeah. And, um, you know, he came over here and we wrote it together, which is how most songs that we write um, happen. And then after that, when everything got shut down kind of immediately after that, um, we did record the drums over at, uh, a studio, Kevin Sharp studio, Metro 37. Mm-hmm. And then the vocals were done right here, right where I'm sitting right now. And um, then we just kind of flew it out to a guitar player who's in Ohio and he put some guitar tracks on it. Um, bass player out in, where is it? Royal Oak. Royal Oak. Okay. Yeah. Royal Oak. And he, you know, just kind of going back and forth and flying things here and there. And uh, then sent it back and had it all mixed together. So, oh, so you normally, obviously, normally that's not how you record music. In uh, but uh, what was the hardest part about having to orchestrate all these different moving parts in completely different parts of the state and country? What what was the hardest part for you? For me, it was just um, the connection with the song. I mean, I had my own personal connection writing it. And, and knowing how I wanted that to be portrayed. But most of the time we write a song and we play it together during rehearsals, during shows, you know, and, and we kind of really get a feel for it and feel that groove together and feel the message of the song together. And this time we didn't get that. And so I, the first time we played Broken was two weeks ago live mm-hmm. as a band. And so, I mean, it's been out for two months. We, I wrote it a year ago, you know, yeah. and so it's it's very different. and making sure that that came across in the song was my biggest, um, I don't want to say fear, but my biggest concern. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, since you brought up like writing and all that stuff, when you sit down to write music, what's kind of that process for you? 
Um, typically, it just comes either either someone that I'm writing with. A lot of times, it is Greg Stryker, and uh, he'll either send me a, a, a little demo or something. Oh, I was just singing this in the driveway. I thought it was. I thought about you. You know. Yeah. Or, um, or it's just a thought that I have and it just kind of build off of either a hook or, you know, one line and kind of making the song, you know, center around that and then mm -hmm. figuring out how to bring other elements and other um, choruses and verses and um, melodies and stuff into, into play at that point. And that's when usually Greg and I get together and kind of finish it at that time. Gotcha. So is it so you're more accustomed to being like uh more strategic with your writing like you, you are are you more um disciplined with your writing like you say okay i got from seven to nine to be creative and i can no. sit down and write or <laughs> no. you're more free-flowing no i think she keeps me up all flipping <laughs> night <laughs> it's, it's sometimes it's when we're watching a movie and I, I'm like, pause it, this, you know, or whatever. And sometimes it's when I'm driving and I just, you know, I don't have anything to write down my ideas or thoughts. So I just grab, you know, my notes on my phone and or the video recording or whatever yeah. audio. What is that called? Audio recording. Uh, voice thing. memo. Yeah. 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 And I just I just start making voice memos. And I start singing things to myself and I'm like, I got to put it down here. So I at least remember my thought and then go back later and kind of kind of write down you know, everything. So yeah. I remember it. And then you come back a week later and you've got 20 voice memos that don't mean anything or just a bunch of randomness and you got to try and orchestrate it. Sometimes I have so many voice memos saved from like since 2017 that are just, you're like, what is this? And then, cause it's funny how sometimes a song will start yeah. and then the final product is like not anywhere near what, you know, you originally started out with. So it's kind of yeah. cool to see that transformation and all those voice memos and you're, oh, well, we could do the, the bridge like this five different ways, you know, how do we yeah. really want to do it? So, yeah. Was there a big transformation for Broken, like from when you originally started working on it to how it ended up being recorded? I feel like uh, not really so much with the, the message of the song as far mm. as the lyrics, um, yeah. but definitely the guitar parts changed a lot from the beginning of the process to the end of the process. And I think a big part of that was because I had my drummer over here recording the beginning guitar parts. And so then when we sent it to an actual guitar player to put their spin on it and their, um, their signature, it really changed it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I, I would totally agree. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I think that's the appropriate time to, we, you're going to play a song for us. Uh, what song are you thinking that you're going to play? We were actually going to play Broken for you okay. today. Perfect. So whenever you guys are ready. All right. Love and pain are all the same. I know it to be true. Wrapped up in that barbed wire Feeling black and blue Waiting for the fall to come Feeling empty, feeling numb Reaching out, I can't find anyone They say broken glass to shines in the moonlight Broken bones take time to heal Why don't broken hearts mend over? Take so much time 
from home These four walls are closing in and knocked me off my throne Tell me where do I begin to save myself from the sin I'm the reason for what I become The broken glass still shines in the moonlight Broken bones take time to heal I don't broken hearts mend overnight It takes so much time Why is this broken heart Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing that. It's, I was really glad you guys decided to play that song because I was listening to the full recorded track before you guys jumped on here and just listening to the similarities, but how it's complete, it feels complete, has a completely different feel acoustically. It's mm-hmm. really amazing. So I really appreciate you guys playing that song for us. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, and it, so is this when you get when you are actually out doing live shows are do you will you do the occasional acoustic set or do you usually do like a full band big show like what's a live show usually like for whiskey fix so we definitely have um a strategically done set list mm-hmm. um every time we perform and um we, we're definitely into the show part of it because you can definitely, you know, you can go on Spotify and listen to the songs all day, you know, but you need that show um, and that that atmosphere to create mm-hmm. for the audience. And so we definitely have that. I would say if you've been to one of our shows, though, you definitely know that in the last set we do for the night, we just start taking requests because mm-hmm. it doesn't it never fails. Somebody comes up and says, hey, it was it last week. It was any man of mine on Saturday. It was can you play any man of mine? And I was like, well, we've never done that before. Yeah. Um, and we just did. And yeah. uh, so sometimes it is done acoustically or some, you know, yeah. it just kind of happens at the end of the night where we just we take anything. Yeah. What's the uh, craziest cover request you've ever gotten? Craziest cover request? I would say craziest song we ever did was that Motley Crue that um Wild, the, wild Side. The, the, yeah, but we did oh. it as a medley, you yeah. know, but we we actually put that together ourselves. And I feel like we're the only country band that does craziest request. Does that. Craziest request or most unique. Let me, let's rephrase yeah. it. Yeah. Like nobody's come in and ask you to cover like Jamiroquai or something random like that. <laughs> no. 
No. I mean, everybody gets Freebird, right? Mm. But I don't feel like that's that's no, crazy not, enough. I know we've done like a Doobie Brothers or something though. Definitely. At like uh, where was that? That was that um, motorcycle, big festival thing. Yeah, I can't I, remember the song though. I don't really remember it. Okay. Hard to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Figured I'd ask because you we were talking about uh, requests, so. Everybody, I thought uh, you guys might have had like a random, oh, let's do some 90s hip hop cover as a country band or something. I don't know. Kid Rock Cowboy. Okay. We've had that. Okay. That's pretty cool. I like, I've never seen that. I've never seen that covered acoustically or was it, it not acoustically? It was wasn't, it, a, it wasn't acoustic, okay. but we okay. did it at the end of the night. It was it, yeah. That was like two, two weeks ago. We got that Still. one. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so. With a name like Whiskey Fix, I assume you guys are whiskey drinkers? Yes. What is your favorite whiskey? I don't I don't know what my favorite whiskey is. I don't think I really have a preference. I think they all just I don't know. I'm not that <laughs> not The that. one that gets me messed up. <laughs> I will uh, say that we have our own shot that's a whiskey fix shot. And I've okay. spent I spent definitely a good couple of hours at the bar with some friends trying to figure out what we should put in the whiskey fix. Yeah. And I think I came up with a good one, but I don't know if it was because I just had like seven yeah. shots already, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it still tastes good to this day. It's really good. I, I unintentionally invented a uh, whiskey drink myself and got some people at a bar hooked on it. And I, I call it the John Daly. So basically, you take an Arnold Palmer and add a shot of whiskey, and you got a John Daly. Oh, that sounds good. It, it's got to be honey, uh, honey whiskey, it, like Tennessee honey or American honey or whatever. So that's that sounds delicious. Yeah, like the the Honey Jack is really good. That's yeah. always good. That's an easy so, one to take. I like Crown. Yeah. I, you know I've that been Peach in, Crown is good. I have not had the Peach Crown. I've try, I'm trying to go into more of the uh, small distilleries and try their individual versions of bourbon or whiskey and trying to support the uh, smaller people right now. And they're also good. It's just kind of hard to pick. I think that bullet, bullet bourbon is pretty good. Yeah. You know what is hard for me when we talk about like drinking whiskey? Because I feel like whiskey and bourbon, you know, they're like sip, sip kind of drinks. And I'm like the shot. Like I, don't, yeah. I can't just sip on a drink. We, we know. We know. So. I mean, you can take shots of whiskey. You're just going to feel it a little different at the end of the night. <laughs> you know, it's... We, we have to limit the whiskey because I can only do like two or three a night. Gotcha. If, gotcha. if we want to finish the show. <laughs> fair. Fair point. I just figured I would ask since with a name like Whiskey Fix, you got to assume you guys drink whiskey pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we have our own um, we have our own little shot glasses that we have handmade, and we bring them to all our shows and sell them with our merchandise. And hmm. usually give the bartenders, you know, a handful of them, so that when people do order the whiskey fix uh, shot, yeah. they can get it in the shot glass. And so that's kind of cool too. Nice. So, what is the whiskey fix shot? Okay, it is whatever whiskey that you know the bar owner and I come up with, right? Mm -hmm. It's usually just some kind of well whiskey. Yeah. And then it is. Hold on, I'm gonna remember this. Peach schnapps, Sprite, a splash of grenadine. What am I missing? Uh, sour mix. Sour mix. Yeah. It's, it's a green. It's a tea green tea with a little bit stuff. of yeah, with a little bit of grenadine. 
Okay. So you're putting people away. You're really trying to put people away. I needed a shot because it's got to be a whiskey shot, but there's a lot of girls and a lot of girls that are, you know, younger that come to our shows that don't, they get intimidated. They don't want to drink whiskey shots. That's like too much. And so I'm like, I have to do a shot that's going to be able, like, you don't need like a chaser after, you know, you're pretty good. So we kind of came up with this and it worked. Gotcha. Yeah. I will say whiskey is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. We used to, Neither when I was we. in college, we used to, <laughs> we used to drink a uh, wild turkey, uh, the 101 wild oh. turkey. Yeah. And we'd pass around the bottle and anytime freshmen would come to our house parties, they'd be like, oh, I can drink it. They'd take one shot and they'd be done. They'd, I don't know if I could, could drink it now. <laughs> oh, I can't drink it now. I cannot touch that stuff. Like it was cool when I was in high or in college, but now it's just like, eh. It's, it's a little much for me, so. It's, it's What's bad is you said Wild Turkey 101 and I could smell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I yeah, I, I'm getting some flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was My a bad My nose show. is tingling. He's like, ugh. Nummy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, um, so, like, outside of music, what do you got, or what's a uh, normal day in the life of Whiskey Fix outside of music? Well... Um, since the pandemic started a year ago, I've been lucky enough to be able to work from home. Yeah. So I work from home and I'm in my PJs until I get off work and get to do something like this. And then I actually get dressed up and, and (laughs) so that's kind of cool. But yeah, I work, um, I work a day job and I work from home. And so I have my desk upstairs and just kind of do that. And then, uh, he does hardwood floors for a living. So he's gone most of the day and I get my, my space Nice. and then. I guess really what we do for fun is just um, we do a lot of home decorating projects and and make things and um, and then we boat during the summer and that's pretty much it. Nice. So one thing I miss about are you guys on Lake Michigan side or are you on the what's the east side of Michigan? What lake? Um, Over by um, St. Clair Shores. Okay. Is that St. Clair? Lake St. Clair. Okay. Gotcha. That near there. Uh, that's that's the one thing I miss about being close to a lake is being able to go boating during the summer. That was always fun. It's nice. Last summer we did the tour, so we we didn't just boat around here. We boated like everywhere, Indian River, yeah, uh, up in Bay City, you know, ev- everywhere in Michigan. Pretty much. Yeah, it was very very nice. Nice. My dad was actually supposed to do the loop this year. They were supposed to come up from the Florida Keys and take all the little river systems all the way up to Lake Michigan. Nice. They were really looking forward to it, but they had to cancel it at the last minute. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Cool, cool. Uh, So kind of moving forward, what's the uh, plan um, for the rest of the summer? Do you you guys start and you guys have shows on the books? I've seen you promote a few on your Facebook. Uh, What uh, shows do you have upcoming? Yeah. um, Well, this weekend we're playing with a a buddy of ours, Rob Stone. and filling in when playing a show with him uh coyote joe's opening up for love and theft and the following week we're opening up for another band a local band family tradition band uh the same venue actually with our buddy rob stone we, got, we just got set up camp in the park i know <laughs> yeah yeah and then we've got um we've definitely got some festivals coming up this summer uh that we are going to announce soon but um have not yet so mm-hmm. stay tuned for for those so we'll be putting those out pretty soon. All up in the Bay City area, um, Midland. A lot of thumb stuff. Yeah, yeah kind of all over Michigan right now. Awesome, awesome. So you're staying busy touring around Michigan. Uh, do you have any aspirations of 
like coming out west, going down south, or is it all just kind of see what happens this year and kind of plan for next year? Both. I'm not sure. We don't have anything set, but we're working okay. on it. Okay. We're looking at it. Gotcha. We, we definitely like to go south. We definitely like to go a little bit more west. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're looking at right now. So like okay. uh, Indiana, Ohio, Chicago, Alabama, Nashville, those kind of places. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, where's one place that you haven't had a chance to play yet that you'd really, really want to check off that bucket list? I don't know if I have a, I don't know. Any, any festival that I have not played yet. Okay. <laughs> Festivals are the best. They're just the, such a good time. And, um, everybody's there to, to just have a ball and we're outside and it's nice weather and yeah, that's, that's all I want to do is just play festivals if we can. Festivals are fun. That's the one thing I missed last summer is going to festivals. It's like, especially if you get one where you're like out camping in the middle of nowhere and it's like an all self-contained festival. Those are the best. Oh yeah. And We've done some of those. Those are fun. Yeah. I rem- remember I did it or we went to a festival up in Santa Fe. I was living out in New Mexico and it was October and it would get down into like the twenties at night and we're just sitting out in the tent like, well, this is ridiculous. What are we doing? And <laughs> at some point, uh, after the first night I ended up staying in the car and then my buddy would come in at like four in the morning. He's like, dude, I couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, there's the seat right there. You didn't have to sleep in the tent. Like <laughs> I under like, it's not a big deal, but yeah. So, um, but one of the things that we like to do on live and amplified is we like to pass on knowledge to younger musicians. So what's one piece of advice you would give to your, your younger self that's maybe just starting in music? I would say just go for it. I mean, the worst that can happen is that somebody doesn't like you and, and guaranteed that's going to happen. So, (laughs) I mean, get comfortable with it, get comfortable with being who you are and, um, just, just go for what you want. Go for what feels right in your heart. You know, not everybody's path is always the same. So just because, you know, I've done it a certain way or we've done it a certain way or any other, you know, it's just what you need to do for yourself and, and what brings happiness to your heart. And that's going to what that's what's going to make your personality and yourself just shine, shine through to other people. You can't fake it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, I'm sorry. What, what's your name? Aaron. Aaron. Okay. I was sitting here. I was like, I want to ask Aaron a question, but just started with that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you bad. missed the beginning. That was my. Yeah. I was in the. <laughs> I was in the can. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so, Aaron, just to kind of include you, um, what's kind of your background in music? What got you started? Um. So my dad played drums for the better part of his life. He was a yeah. piano player as well. Um, my whole family's pretty well musical. My aunt's a music teacher, but my dad really inspired me. Um, he spent time on the road back in the 80s, and I hung around his bands growing up. So I've just kind of, it's kind of all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And I just one day looked at him and said, uh, you know, I could do that. And it was coincidentally the same time that he said, well, I can't do it anymore. And things just started uh, kind of connecting for me because he was out of the picture with that and yeah that's that's how i got into it and why i love it 
Awesome. Awesome. I had to, I had to include you because originally you said you weren't going to talk all that much and then you started talking more and more and it was like, <laughs> we, we need, I need to figure out a way to segue in to get him to introduce himself. Yeah. I should have set up a mic, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. No, it sounds good. It sounds good. But uh, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. I want to thank you for playing a song. It actually sounded really well on this end. That's always my concern about playing music live on mm-hmm. through zoom because zoom will compress the hell out of your music yeah but since you guys were running through an interface it was all good so well, it was our pleasure thank you uh so if anybody wants to check out what you guys got going on or wants to listen to your music where's the uh best place to do that so we are definitely on any streaming platform if you want to listen to our music you can also find um our music and anything that you need to know about us on our uh, website and we just actually uh, re redid that so it's all brand new and updated and everything so definitely check that out um it's still whiskeyfix.com and then um what with two x oh yeah with two x's yeah. and then if you want to find us on um you can find us on facebook or instagram and that's just whiskey fix with two x's awesome awesome well, once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really glad we were able to reschedule this. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you guys later. Thank you so much. Cool. We are good. Cool. All right.